Come on, come on, come on. How you want it? Call Yak the Patron. Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Come on, come on, come on. How you want it? Call Yak the Patron. Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Yes, we are the trending topic. Three relationship profits. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. What's going on? It's your boy King Dez here. Another episode of Brunch with the Boys. We have a special guest this evening, but first, how we doing, gentlemen? Jeezy, what's good, everybody? And it's Mr. Jen out here. What are you drinking, Jen? I guess I'm the special guest. Yes, you are the special guest. What I'm drinking right now, though, is is called Red Rocket. You know what I'm saying? You remember Red Rocket? Jeezy? Oh, yeah, from somebody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, homeboy, you know, I don't know. He got a concoction that tastes like Kool-Aid, but for some reason, within 15 minutes, you don't have no underwear. Yeah, that's that's the type of shit that I don't think he ever made that claim. But can we get to our special guest? Can we introduce our special guest though? Of course, our special guest hails from the wonderful place only known as Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. We got the bartender, business owner Ashley out here, and so we definitely are just very happy to have an opportunity to speak with you. And congratulations on the new venture that you have out there. You want to talk about the new venture a little bit for those yeah, visiting absolutely. Houston? Thank y'all. Thank y'all for having me. I'm Ashley Nicole, Houston, Texas. I just opened a business about 45 days ago, Urban wow. Social. Uh, Black-owned, family-owned and operated. It's amazing. I love it so much. I've worked really, really hard to get to where I am right now, and it's honestly been so fruitful, and God is good. Okay. Um, But it's great. It's a traditional bar. I'm here right now. It's a lot of beautiful people, a lot of love, a lot of good energy. Very One nice. important question. Do you serve yes. Hennessy? Heck yeah. Then then your business will be successful. What are the censorships? Can I say bad words or do I have to be politically correct? Oh, you're that. Yeah, fuck that. For real. Fuck that. I sell all the shit. I sell Hennessy, Crown, James. I literally have a full 100% bar. Like, the full nigga lineup. You went all yeah. nigga alcohol there. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have fast on none of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. That's great. That's great. Well, you definitely a boss chick, and you know, respect to you, man. Keep keeping the savage, baby girl. We very proud of you over here with that brunch, man. I love you here. Yes. Well, well, well we want to talk about things and, and dating, and we want to get even your, and get your perspective. From a bartender. The first thing I want to kind of go at is what, and I'm sure Des is going to agree, isn't the bartender always super fine? Like, I mean, I'm super fine. I don't know what no, I'm saying, though. I, I, <laughs> that bartender tends to be sometimes the prettiest girl in the club or in the bar, man. You know what I mean? So, in a club setting, for sure. In a bar setting, it's a little bit different. It is. I would say so, that like, the bartender, too. bartender in real life. I never, I never did the club thing. No, oh, okay. I've been to the clubs and they'd be fine as hell. Sure. <laughs> they'd be dumb and dense. There's I, nothing in there. Yeah, I mean, you can't get it all. You can't. <laughs> yeah. In my business, you have to have a little bit more going on because yeah. you want to really like establish yourself and really make consistent income. You can't not, you cannot be dense. It's not an option. 
mm-hmm. most of my customers are like um, hella tight and hella accomplished. So nah, they want to sh- talk. They want to talk about everything. And, yeah, because your bartender is like your counselor in a way. Love y'all. Yo, I already told you. Like, you know what? I can't talk right now. I'm on a podcast. This I real shit you. right here, people. <laughs> hey, you, I appreciate you shutting it down. Literally nonstop. So, so, do you get hit on often as a bartender? All day, every day for the last ten years. I've been doing this for ten years. Could have probably got married every week for the last. 10 years. Oh, I have no doubt. <laughs> Nine out of ten of them niggas probably won shit, but I have no doubt that you. They're not shit, but they think they are. For of course, sure. they do. But some of them Always. are. Some of them are. But that's not what I'm here for. So. So that's my that next is- question then. Has any offer been so intriguing that you decide to say yes? You ever given your number out to a customer? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you guys. I've actually dick given offers. my number out more than I've responded to them. Uh, so is that more of just a plot to get the money? It's more of to get you out of my face. Yeah. Um, and the money is more of like the engagement process. Yeah. It's like yeah. Like giving them false like, hope. What you're doing is giving them false hope, Ashley. That's what you're doing. 100% boss is you, um, you, you selling Disney dreams. That's what you're selling. That's I mean, I am Disney. So. <laughs> no, I hate niggas that thrive on that, though. There's niggas that eat that up. Yeah, like I got the bartender's number, like, bro. Come on, man. She gave everybody her phone number. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, nigga, she gave me the number, too, though. She gave me her number last week, bro. But did y'all go on the date, though? Did you get the date? She never yeah. even responded to the text, man. She never responded to the text. Exactly <laughs> right. And that so, is definitely a bartender thing. So I want to I want to go over some things that I found as far as uh, things you shouldn't do when on a date uh, at a bar. The first thing that came Ew. up was do not get wasted. Have you ever seen someone get wasted while on a date? When I tell you, I have so many stories, but I'm going to just only tell you about the most recent one. So since oh. I've opened Urban Social, it's the new... It's a new baby, you know, and you have yeah. a new spot. It's the new hottest thing. No, it's a new hoe. It's like a new hoe on the block. No, you, everybody, <laughs> wants everybody wants to taste. Like, yeah. all right, let me go see what they found by. Let me see what's up. Yeah. But I had the luxury of being in, like, really great establishments. So my drinks are great. The environment is pretty dope, too. I had a couple last Sunday come and celebrate the young lady's birthday. They're not even young. I swear, they're, like, 40, 45, maybe. Like, seasoned humans. This lady was so drunk, like so wasted. She was pushing chairs over, kissing men, kissing women. I was like, wait a minute. This is not that. So then the guy comes back. The guy comes back after that. So I could get into that night. It was absolutely crazy. But then he comes back. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. My date got so so wasted. Long story short, she'll never come back here. I'll never bring her back here. And I was like, dang. Yeah, he he fucked it that yeah, night. And but that's he, the thing: people yeah. go places on, go to bars on dates after they already went to dinner, and you probably already had drinks. So you don't know how lit you are yet because you were talking, eating, drinking, and then he you go knows. to a drink forward establishment. <laughs> yeah, no, he knows how lit you are. Then you, oh, he knows. Why, why did then, she get three drinks and still babysitting that first one? Mm-hmm. It's up mm-hmm. to like whoever's the drunkest to compose themselves, and some people cannot do that. It's like zero to a hundred real quick. Have any of you ever had a girl get drunk while you're on a date? Oh yeah, you have not on accident. Not on accident. Not on <laughs> that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't actually, I've never heard it said. I want to hear that spectrum. I want to hear that spectrum. What is the spectrum of a drunk girl on a date? Is it literally like, because I'm a little crazy. I can get crazy sometimes. Thank when you. she starts touching you, that's the good drunk. Like yeah. when she can't keep her hands off you, she touches you fairly. Yeah. yeah, she don't need no because you don't want to throw it up. You don't want to, but when she get that touchy feely, okay. I don't believe y'all. I that's don't a believe good you tipsy. Guys. That's a good tipsy when she get touchy feely. I remember taking a girl out to the club. It was her birthday, and she got wasted. But you could tell she probably wasn't drinking like that. But she had vomited in the parking lot, and I gave her a kiss right after that, though. Like I really, that's I so really, nasty. I really needed it at that time. So <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to say. <laughs> I want to say I was there that night and I was on a date too. And I believe I was the one that got fucked up and she over. I <laughs> so I've seen it on the other end as well. Both of y'all might have been thrown up at the same time, but it's all good. We ain't going to talk I have about never, it. Never, ever thrown up on a date, ever. Never? Oh, never. Never. Wait, let me think. You're going to take that back because I know that ain't the truth. That's not even a normal thing. No, that's what I'm going to say. Like a date, like somebody I don't know, like with my boyfriend, maybe. Like that's not a date. We're yeah. kicking it. Well, it's a date, it. but yeah, it's, it's a just a date. Like, we don't date. really know each other and we're going to some places to see, like. Really, dating is so dumb these days, too. Like, people go, they do the most on one day. You do the most on one day. You go to dinner, then you go do some activity, and then you go to a bar. Like, at that point, That's I'm my much. actual self. Like, a day, yeah. I'm probably not my actual self if it's done right. I'm my representative for yeah. two hours. I agree. <laughs> some people be going on seven-hour days, and by the end, it's over. You did too much in that one day. And it's well, a it depends on what date it is. If it's the first date, you did way too much. Yeah, yeah first date's way too much. I've yeah, seen but... first dates go so bad in a bar. Because the guy is like, oh, let me take you to this really cool bar. It's going to be great. And then she's like, oh, yeah, this is great. Let me get three shots and six cocktails. And then... And he ain't signing for, he ain't signing for that $150 no. bill. That was oh no, that they was be signing up for it. Trust me, they signed up for that too. Yeah. He knew that's not a, that's not a cool one. Yeah, and that's he was the, trying to get her toasted. Yeah, yeah. that's actually you a good know, thing. I'm in Houston. Where are you guys? Orlando, Florida, Orlando. Yeah, we're in Orlando. Yeah, so Houston, Houston is a dating city. It's like speed dating all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheaters was there. You're right. They made a living. I'm not day. sure. I'm not sure. If very many people in this city actually want to be in a relationship, or that they just want to date all the time. No, a lot of people lie to themselves that they do want to be in a relationship. But they, they don't. don't they to totally work. don't. So that's why, as soon as shit get real, they fuck it up. They don't want to do it. They're totally kidding. They're totally faking. But the thrill is more important. So I've seen a lot of thrills in the bar business. Have you ever been on a date with a man? And do you ever pay attention to how well he tips the bartender? Is that something that matters? Not all, but that's it's definitely a thing. Yeah. I think tipping is, is character. Because you have to respect the business. Um, these people who do this job, they're literally carving out a portion of their lives. Obviously, they have to love it, but bartenders make zero dollars. Literally tips. It's oh, a tip-dominant tip yeah. establishment. I mean, a tip-dominant world. So, do you, my, my question is, should the, should the server get a tip simply because they served you if you did not get exceptional service? Or should the tip be predicated on exceptional service? I've heard people say both sides. 
Okay, and I think I think a bare minimum tip is no brainer. What's an that bare minimum? An that exceptional 15? tip is for exceptional service. Like I think a base tip is ten percent, which is 10%. low balling for yeah. sure. That's a super low ball. The minimum that nigga can't get your phone number after. Like you didn't have to actually go to your kitchen and get your food. They literally <laughs> did the bare minimum. That's ten percent. But a great server, great bartender. I've never been a server, so I'm I'm bar only. But um, I think the bare minimum is ten percent. Like even for shitty you, service, shitty service, you tell them. Yeah, I, I think ten percent. Listen, I'm I'm. You didn't do a great job. You really left a lot on the table. I probably would have tipped you more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, you know, perspective. Yeah, I don't even think I'd waste my breath to say it wouldn't do me any good at that point, really. <laughs> They low-key know by the tip, though. Yeah. <laughs> and it's well, like zero. Zero means fuck you, stupid-ass motherfucker. I hate you so much, I'll never come back. That is kind of deep. That's a lot of words. I'm 10%, 10% is like, I hope when I come back, I get another person. <laughs> yeah, I agree. 20% <laughs> and up is like, damn, I fuck with you. Well, that I'm, is I'm, the I'm, love language I'm like of a seventeen percent ass nigga. Like I like 15, seventeen. Seventeen means you did all right. You yeah, good. You, you good with me? Yeah, you did your thing. I, what's, I the tip, what's the tip of mine that says I want to have your baby? What that look like? A hundred dollars for me, <laughs> and, and and you still won't get it. You still and won't you still even still not getting it. But I'm gonna rub your shoulders every time. Okay. I mean, I'll settle for that. I guess you know what I'm saying. A hundred dollars No, no, no. Seriously though, like bartenders are like low key pimps if you really think about it. <laughs> We're drug dealers. Yeah. We're drug dealers. That's the game. They they really know how to manage people and handle them well to get what they want. Yeah, I like to think of us as drug dealers, but we pimps too. But I can see it in your eyes. You you said something earlier, Gigi, where you talked about the best, you know, the best bartenders being really, really attractive or something like that. But I was going to say at that time, I think the best bartenders are ones who are smart and witty because those are the motherfuckers that keep you talking, that you mm-hmm. want to have a conversation with. And if my bartender's dope and we having a good conversation, I'm not, my, my drink run low. Hey, you want another one? Yeah, let me get another one. Boom, because we're yeah. talking. You don't want to you don't want to mess up the buzz. Looking at some dumb pretty. You know? That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's crazy that you identify that because as an owner, manager, operator, that is the thing that I try to make sure my bartenders know mm-hmm. is that cultivating the relationship is the most important part. Right. A lot of some bartenders, not a lot of bartenders, but maybe it is a lot. They just only think about they're one track minded, money, money, money. That's it. But in reality, it's the relationship that separates right. you from your peers or whatever. Like being able to slow down just enough to pay attention to what you're anticipating the need. That is like next level stuff. Yeah, but you got to have a certain type of background for that. You you do. And you got that experience. I'll tell you, you know, when I was in um, when I lived in Michigan, when I was going to Michigan for school, I was up there for like a year and a half. There was a bar that we went to. It was it was called a dollar. It was it wasn't even the best bar. It wasn't the fifth best bar. But let me tell you what they had. They had two bartenders that always worked there. They were one was hilarious and one was incredibly smart. And so me and my homeboys will always go there because we could always throw a topic on the table that we've been going over and they would come in. They didn't have the cutest bartenders. The cutest bartenders was down the street. But they had good drinks, That's real. they had fair prices, and they had dope bartenders that had that could carry a conversation. They yes. spent so much money there in a year and a half, and I don't yes. regret it at all. We was there two, three yes. nights a week. You know what I mean? It was dope. It was just really dope. That's the one. That's the one. That's the key, really. 
all yep. things considered. But that's even how people get to go on dates and get to date that drunk. It's that engagement. You're right. not gonna you're not gonna accomplish your get my date drunk goal, which I will acknowledge is a thing. Oh yeah. Definitely. Unless the bartender is engaging with both parties. Like right. you know, you ever been to a bar and you're an attractive guy, your date's cool too, but the bartender's only focused on the guy and then the date is like, um, this is so lame. Get me out of here. That's is she trying point. to holler at you? Like, yeah. Wow, yeah. like what? Yeah. Every thing, man, so. every man hasn't experienced that, but I, <laughs> but I think yeah. we have. But every man yeah, has not experienced that. It's funny you said that because I was on a, d- a date once, and the bartender was all in my face, and, he was, and and I'm I'm straight as an arrow. I thought he was straight, but the way he was coming at me so strong, he had to be looking for something more than a tip. You know what I'm saying? Hey, no, he was looking for a tip, all right. No, and he was so in my face, and the girl was like, "Man, he's really into you." And she would say, "Excuse me," and he wouldn't say a word. And I and, and I just raised my hand. This nigga would see through a crowd, and <laughs> it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Oh man, you know what I'm yeah, saying? no, that's that. that was his so name? I have no idea what his name was. Nigga. You know his name, nigga. I know what his name was. I know what his name was. I'm cool. I was low key uncomfortable, but you know what I'm saying. It wasn't like that. But I was definitely not gonna engage. You was wearing, you was wearing that same pink shirt right now. I didn't have a pink polo on. No, I, I did. I didn't. A very yeah, masculine, black and gray. The teal one. Yeah. Teal. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. that's a common thing. Have you ever seen a couple uh, argue over the bill? Never. Yeah. But I, I'm a, I'm I'm really one of those people. I'm gonna hand the bill to the man regardless. Yeah. Like I don't know why a woman should ever pay a date bill. That's that's just crazy. I mean, I've literally. Never seen what if what if a woman literally, invites him out? What if she invites him out? Is it still on him? I don't him? care who invited who. I, dis- I disagree with that right there. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness! If I'm at home, if I'm at home, and that's just it. Yeah, I was raised right, and, and I, I believe in chivalry. But if I'm at home sitting in bed, and you say, "Hey, come out, come have a drink with me," I'm at the bar down the street, and I get my ass up, and I gotta pay for the drinks that you offered. That's some backward shit. Okay, now, so let me tell you what I think about that scenario. That's that particular scenario. Come have a drink with me. I got your first one. Yeah, this one. Come that. and show up. You should be prepared to spend money at that. Point. I I actually agree with that one. But if that first round ain't bought on her, I'm ready to go home. First round should be done. I'm I got cool. you on the first one. No, I'm serious. That, I'm closing my tab. What's your self worth, man? I mean, all, I mean, yeah. do, do why why are you here? Is a better question. Maybe you, I didn't. Maybe I didn't want to here for free drinks on me. Because no, maybe not. I'm here for, for your free company. drinks. We can sit here and drink water. Okay, that's fine. But don't order six drinks and then look at me when the check comes. <laughs> I love water. He said you love water. You drink a gallon a day. I love water. I drink a gallon a day, man. I love water. We can drink water all day. Ice That's a fine ice. line. That's a fine line. Because I, mean, I think you have to know who you're dealing with in those types of situations. Like for me, if I invite somebody to do something with me, they already know. It's not a question. Yeah, <laughs> like, see, no, did gotta, you see the eyes when she said that from, though? It was like speak from every perspective though. Like duh, nigga. Like, like duh. Like, those, hello, those first ugly of all, 
First of all, you probably wanted me to invite you somewhere so that you could do this. So you're welcome. <laughs> Large fucking leap. Or he had three minutes. You didn't, you didn't know when I was free, down. and I'm free now. So come get some of this free time. Go or ahead, Daz, and say that, Daz, because I agree with you. What did you just say? Because I, oh, I, I said, or he has three of them, and you was the first on the list, or you the one who reached out to him, and so you got chosen tonight. And, you, and like, your offer sounded intriguing because you offered to have drinks. You know what I'm saying? No, I offered you going, my time. No, no. If he was going to went to his house, and she would have bought some Hennessy. She would have my time, not my time. You get my time, not my time. If okay. if he wanted to pay for drinks, he would have called the third hole. Her booty. <laughs> you know he should have. He should have said no. Then he should well, go he, get with her. Then <laughs> no, no. Don't, and, be and, like, and, don't be projecting. Don't project on me. I'm doing all the projecting for you. You don't have to do it too. I okay. Get it. We can't both be doing that. I get it. There's only I just, one room. There's only room for one projector, and it's usually the woman. I just feel that you know there's nothing wrong. And again, I think it depends on where. Do you, you even feel comfortable with a woman covering a full tap for you? How, how 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 well do I know her? If it's the first date, the second date, the third date, probably not. It doesn't matter if it's somebody who has your number who felt comfortable enough to invite you somewhere. They obviously. Y'all obviously had a conversation. Do you know why I do feel comfortable with that? Because I don't. I, have, I would love I for you to undoubtedly, tell me. No, I don't. I have undoubtedly paid for everything we've done thus far. I have no doubt because that's my style. So why are you playing devil's advocate here, sir? Because I did this this one night. You you invited me out. Maybe I want to be treated right. You know what I'm saying? Can you pamper me a bit? You know what I mean? No, I I think we're complicating this, and I don't think it's that complicated. I mean, here's the thing. If you fuck with somebody, and you care about them, and you love their company, and you want to spend some time with them, maybe they money low. Maybe they live in check to check. You don't know their situation. So if you fuck with somebody, if I say, hey, yo, come out, I got you. It's because I want to pay for, I want to, I want to spend some time with whoever that person is. She didn't say I got you. She said, come have a drink. Yeah, and, and, and it's very important that you pay attention to that, because women are very technical with their work. And, they'll try to get <laughs> it's like and then let me work. also say this. Let me also say this. As a woman, um, I'm really comfortable in my life. I'm really confident about what I got going on. And I will treat to an extent. But I definitely feel like as a man, I believe in gender roles. And you should never go out with a woman and assume that she's going to pay for shit. And if she don't, you shouldn't feel a way about it. Oh, you invited me, but now I'm paying. Even mentally, like that's that's probably honestly for the whole dating thing. Ugh, I hate to say this. It might be like a test. Like, what type of man are you? Because really, she can make the decision to treat you. I don't think that would be an issue for a real woman, like a person that can afford it. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is if we're in the dating stages. You are in the courting phase still, and courting does look a certain way to me. Here's here's my. But I think it's important that you what you said is important, right? Because I think that frames your perspective, right? So we can't see and act like that's the perspective of the majority of the of women. So now your position makes complete sense because you believe in traditional gender roles. What I would tell you is there are millions of women that don't believe in traditional gender roles. They wouldn't have a problem treating a guy and it wouldn't frame their relationship. Your perspective based on your belief in traditional gender roles makes complete sense. I don't know that there's a rebuttal to that because of your fundamental belief, but I don't think that's the majority of women. And I'm just saying preparedness. Like, I don't think that when a man gets a message from a woman to come and link up, they should assume 
that is on her. I think you should be prepared that it is on you. Yeah, I think you make a character. Yeah, you make a you make a character assessment at that point. Yeah, you should be prepared to cover it all. And if she surprises you and doesn't, she's next level. And, And let me just tell you, I agree with your statement, and I've heard many women that will sit there and say, "Listen." They make sure that they're also prepared because they don't know what type of nigga they're going to run. Absolutely. I will always be prepared. Exactly. Right. So being prepared is very important. I think that reciprocation is extremely important, whether it's in a relationship or whether it's in courting. Now, yeah, it could very well be a test. But let's say to to Jeezy's point, I took you out three times and and the fourth time you're not even attempting to reciprocate. You're not even attempting to reach for a check. Okay, to your point, it may mean she's strictly believed in the role. It may say to me that, you know what? She doesn't care enough to at least try to reciprocate, right? Because that, I mean, that matters. Like, the thing, I think women get it fucked up that everything is supposed to be catered to you. Because we teach this to to kids from a very young age. Happy wife, happy life. We teach all this shit, but it really needs to be happy spouse, right? Happy life. Which means... At the end of the day, it don't matter who, what side it is, reciprocation and equality on some level should take place so that person doesn't feel singled out or isolated in any which way, right? So, so I think that's a different conversation because you said spouse. And we're talking I mean, about I'm, I'm just giving you that's how we are taught as kids that yes. this is how yes. we need to approach everything, right? And I think that you also have to like really quickly on a tangent understand what type of person you're dating like love languages yeah. are a thing yeah so like i don't want to pay a tab ever but i'll buy gifts i'll show my appreciation in other ways if we're actually dating that's fair but if we're just getting to know one another i definitely think you need to as a man show me that you deserve what i got in store because i'm gonna do those things like you know, you, i'm the type of person that buys little gifts like things that you looking for you? It'll be there tomorrow. I Amazoned it. It's delivered today. Like I don't want. Oh, I don't God. want that four ninety nine lighter that I told you I was gonna get. I can get it myself. <laughs> lighter, it you know could be saying? anything. Like, no, no, it's just but literal, literal, little things. Men are. I'm a gender role person again. Providing is a thing. Like, I know. can I, I do that. it? Yes. Have we made it to the point where we decide what I do and you do? No. So in the interim. The woman what the fuck we do. Yeah. Show. I get she it. should show. I definitely 100% agree that maybe if it is a date, she should be like, I got this one, you know, for sure. But I don't feel like men should ever expect that or think that that's a thing. It's I think funny. as a man, you should be like, especially if you like her for real. Why would you want her to do that? A nigga don't, don't know sense. if he like you for real, though, right? So a lot of times we're going out trying to figure that out. Still. No, you don't then already. Yeah, already? So if you maybe you're about right. that, you don't already. Maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Lucky, you want the, you want something else, not yeah. that. We can say it. We're trying to get something else going down. And that's cool, too. But just keep it, keep it trill, though. Like a real woman that you want to actually deal with, you won't think twice. So if we out here playing games and like doing the do, then you know that's a different type of lady. She might pay for your shit. Me, I'm not. <laughs> you know, I, I find that funny only because women in, in 2020 more than ever, the independent woman is so strong, and I, she doesn't need a man for anything. It's that and the other, but yet yeah, you fall into that gender role, and I'm sure. 
many women wouldn't appreciate when the gender role is applied, you know, uh, in a man's favor. Oh, you, you're a woman, so you should be cooking my meals. You're a woman, so you should be doing my laundry. You know what I'm saying? I bought you dinner tonight, so you should be sucking me off. I mean, I really appreciate the last one, but my point of the matter is gender roles, you, 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 you're willing to embrace this one, but something tells me you're not going to embrace all of them. Exactly. Well said. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Not a hundred, maybe like 79. I'll take it. (laughs) When you put it like that, when you put it like that, the gender roles are a thing, but I mean, and you love a man to cook you dinner. I bet you would love a nigga to fold your drawers right now. And he does. And he's great. I love that. I do but, love but that. Yet, but, but yet I, you can't pick up a tab because gender roles. I'm talking about other human beings. Yeah. I am 100%. <laughs> I'm a reciprocator. Like, I don't have no problem with that. But what I do know about a lot of single women over a certain age I think that the way they were raised and what their real life looked like, they don't go together. So, <laughs> so I definitely can also identify with the fact that they think that dating looks like, why do I need you? You need to prove yourself to me because I do got this. And I can do this by myself, but I want to do this with you. And I think that a lot of women um, over a certain age, maybe like 35, maybe, they just feel like, you know, I want to do this with you. So I want you to want to do this with me, too. Yeah. And if you want to do this with me, I want it. It should look this way because I can do it. But I want I want it to be something you want to do, not something you're thinking about uh, that I didn't do. Like instead of it being why didn't she pick up the tab? I think they mostly are looking for somebody that says, "Nah, don't do that. Yeah. Or don't even think about doing that because I decided to be here with you. You know what I mean? When you're a little bit younger and it's easier, yeah, that chivalry shit goes both ways. But when you're a certain age and you're single and you definitely are independent, I don't have to invite you anywhere. I don't have to do this with you. I can. But see, that's that that that's a double edged sword because a dope nigga like myself thinks the same okay, way. Dope nigga. Right. <laughs> I think the same All way. Right, dope nigga, speak on it. I say, I, I've taken you out two or three times, shown you a great time. The bill came, nigga laughed at it. You know what I'm saying? It was never a problem. I feel the same way. I should be treated to a certain level. You know what I mean? To where I should be able so to. Do you think the treatment has to be the same? I think it does because, again, I don't believe in gender roles. So if you want me to wash your drawers and cook your meal, yes, ho, buy my meal tomorrow, and I'm going to do the laundry the day after. I'm going to mop the floor, bitch. And if you can go out there and change the light bulb, that you just spoke. You just literally spoke to what she says. It does. It's not looking the same. That's my point, though. I'm saying if you want no gender role, I, I believe in no gender roles. And I think a woman wants a man who will help her in every way and not just the gender roles, take the trash out, cut the lawn ass way. She wants everything. And if she's not going to, you can't expect the household duties all while not jumping on some of those manly gender roles, you know what I'm saying, that you're you're referencing. So I, I think if you want it, you got to give it. What happens when a customer sends a drink back? I just need to know between me and y'all, are y'all spitting in the drinks? So um, every, I don't know about how it is in other cities and states and life, but um, here, that's a part of the customer experience for us. So um, 
I think if you're a good bartender, you know that you have different customers every time and they might not like what you bring to the table. And so if they send it back, you low-key just need to take it back. Yeah. Doesn't and be like, what, what was wrong? What was wrong? Do you want it stronger? Do you want it sweeter? What are you looking for? Like, that's really not a thing here. Yeah. Like, people think they, cuss drinkers think they know what they want to drink, but they don't know. Yeah. Unless they know. <laughs> an old-fashioned person, an old-fashioned drinker. They know. They know. They know. Yeah. A margarita person knows they want a margarita, but like somebody who'd be like, "Ooh, make me some sweet." That's automatically a recipe for disaster. Because they don't want nothing sweet. They really want to die. They want to like fall on the floor when they sit they drink, but they think they want something sweet. So in reality. It's it's it's, it's a safe case. place. Basically, you're saying it's a safe place. Most bartenders. Yeah, it's case by case, but it's not it's not unheard of. You know what I want to know too. Working at a bar, can you spot the thirsty whore that is looking for dick by any means necessary? Yes. What's yes. the telltale signs? I'm not asking yes. for research yes. purposes. Yes, only. because they don't they don't do it once a week. They do it every day. Oh, so frequency is the telltale sign? What? The lady who comes to the bar every time by herself? What? Do, do, you, ever, do you ever throw a man an alley-oop and be like, hey, go for that one right there, dog? <laughs> I cannot disclose the answer to that question. Oh, come on now, Ashley, man. Nah, we, we already know the answer, everybody. Come we're on. Talking about, we're talking about 15 years ago. We're talking about 15 oh, years ago. 15 years ago. I am a people person, and I know my people. That's where I'm gonna leave it at. Yo, Fifteen bro, years ago, you're not gonna say nothing. Fifteen yeah, years say ago, less, say less. Say less. She already there answered the question. Nigga. Come on, man. I'm gonna leave that one right there. No, I'm, I'm sure it's even easier to find the thirsty ass nigga <laughs> at, the, at the bar. <laughs> that nigga they buying here every day too. Brian, every chick a drink. I bet. Is okay. I like to think I like to think people need things, and I'm a, a facilitator of needs. So, Ashley, let me ask you a question: Is, is another is another yeah. indicator of thirstiness the dude or the chick that's super familiar with everybody? Like she in everybody face, ha ha. She know everyone at the bar. Maybe that's due to the frequency, but she but she's so much of a conversationalist, all up in everyone's shit. He asking for himself. Who are these about? Usually, for a, on a woman's perspective, no, they're the quietest. The quiet ones, ones yeah. No, the, the ones who's talking and moving, they've mastered it already. They don't need none of that. And she ain't fucking it. It'd be the quiet ones that sit in there peeping the scene. They plotting. They are plotting. No, they are literally watching every move. They're listening to every conversation. They are sitting there waiting on the right one. And they get them every time. Mm. I, you say they're waiting on the right one. I feel like they're waiting on anyone. <laughs> well, the anyone usually is the right one. In Houston, right, in Houston Texas, right. I've seen a lot of women come up so hard. And I've watched it. I've been in this business again for 10 years. And I've literally watched girls that I've known for 10 years. They got bodies, bags, houses, yeah. cars. What? Because they be quiet. Yeah. They just sit in the corner. They don't, nobody knows, but everybody knows. Do you see a lot of aggressors, aggressive women at the bar? Yeah, the aggressive ones never get anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Men don't really always respond well to that. We get no. Nervous. Men like to think they're deciding. No offense to you guys. 
No, that's fair. That's fair. No, but no, that's. I like to think that you are choosing. <laughs> I actually, you know, and I've said this before. <laughs> I've said this before. Someone was once asked what kind of girls he likes. He said, I like the girls that like me. So at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I get it how it goes. But I do think at the end of the day, I appreciate an aggressive woman, you know. I can't say what that I don't that enjoy like? the chase. Well, me, a woman that would actually approach you at the bar and start the so conversation. So you've had women approach you like, hey, what that look like? Hey, daddy. No, no, no. Like it don't sound like that. I wish like it did. That. It's in my head it sounds like that, but it's not really like that. But um, <laughs> I've had I've had a woman come up to me and just say, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to let you know, no games. I think you're extremely attractive. Yeah, and usually compliment because first. you're typically not ready for a woman to even approach you in any way, shape, or form because we're not used to the woman being the hunter in any way, shape, or form, right? And so when the roles are reversed and you the prey, it feels a little bit different for a man. But there's a piece of me that appreciates that sense of courage that it took for you to come and tell me that. And then I got to fuck with you on that. Men don't get compliments thrown at them like in in that type of first interaction type of settings. It usually happens when there's an established relationship and those comments start flowing in easy, right? But yeah. the, the compliment, from my perspective, does go a long way. You can tell a man one thing. That's <laughs> not it. Easy. Really, y'all niggas easy as fuck. God Thank damn. You. Thank you, though. No, seriously, though. We've been nigga, saying that forever. It's over. I'd be like, been, oh, your beard oh my is God. really nice. And don't let me touch your beard. It's over. But listen, oh. though. I need y'all to compliment on something that's really nice, though. Yeah, she's not talking to you, Des. No, no, I'm just saying, if you can't compliment <laughs> on a nigga with a patchy beard and tell that like, nigga his wow. beard strong. Don't your lie to us. smells really nice. We'll take that. We'll take that. <laughs> All we need to know is that... We are interested. So if you just open the lines of communication, a man typically will take over. You know, typically, a real man. Yeah, no, they definitely do. Does that mean that when we go on a date, I got to pay for it because I gave you a compliment? No, come on, man. See that? You took it too far. You ain't, you you ain't shit too far. I'll you tell you that. At all. I'm just trying to be clear here. I just want to be clear. You know so saying? if I'm the initiator and I say, hey, compliment, compliment, boom, now we talking. Do you automatically assume that means after a couple of dates I should treat you? After a couple of dates? Yeah. We're not married. We're still dating. You know, honestly, you know what I, I, I like? I don't need you to treat me. So, for instance, you talked about going out to dinner and then going to a bar and other activities. If I pay for dinner, when we go have a drink later, let me. I got this drink. You know what I'm saying? Drop Drop $20 and just pay for these two drinks. That's not really asking a lot. You know what I mean? That's a character thing, though. Yeah. So I think little things like that matter. I don't think I need her to pay, especially so soon, uh, or even want her to pay. But I think a little gesture of offering, hey, let me get this drink for you or something like that. Or maybe she uh, maybe go to a lounge or a club and she I'll be right back and comes back with two drinks. Like, take the initiative in that way. That's some character shit. I think men should look for that because a person who won't do that, they're probably on some different type of stuff. I agree. I don't think it's far-fetched. It is. It's really beautiful. I think that you guys should come here and do a podcast during the day or something. Hey, I'm down, Jen. You already know. Make it happen. (laughs) 
Y'all should come post up. I got the perfect corner for y'all. We did some. We get some participation also. Yeah, I need to make sure that I. I mean, I will obviously share this because I had so much fun with y'all today. Right now, this was pretty entertaining. I could probably <laughs> dig in. Yeah, I could probably dig into you guys a little more, but I'll let y'all make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get us, get us the next time, girl. Get us the next time. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, man. We appreciate sure. you. Though. No, we appreciate you definitely. Uh, Jim, we got to get it there. You want to give you a shout out? Let us know where, where they can find your bar. Yeah, for sure. So, again, I'm Ashley Nicole. This is Urban Social Houston, Texas. I'm on Instagram, Urban Social HTX. It is the most beautiful, wonderful place in Houston, Texas. Um, a lot of black excellence, a lot of beautiful people, good energy, good music, good drinks. We're having a great time. Literally. Ash, you are legitimately the American dream and the epitome of that. So congratulations oh, yeah. again. Really proud of you. And um, we're gonna let you go so you can be that boss chick that we know you are, you know, we know you are. Yeah, we appreciate you, Ash. Get and you throw back a couple, to running throw a couple of alley oops tonight, okay? Find a nigga. Yeah, that and needs. then I'm gonna I'm gonna post it. So I got yeah. you. All right. Well, we're gonna close it up on our end. But hey, thank you so much, Ash. And we'll and we'll we hit you back. It. Have a great evening. Y'all continue to be great, black, powerful man. You too. You the too, you too. Have a good time. Y'all be yes, safe ma'am. tonight. Talk to y'all soon. All, All right, right, girl. Bye. No rubber tonight. Well, I wanted to talk about you know ways to manage your expectations for dating when you first start dating someone and um the first one seems so obvious let things flow and let things just happen naturally without forcing them and i think this is a big problem for many many women because most women when they meet a man that they like they start imagining how their lives will be together and their future and how many kids they'll have and you know what I mean? What that life will look like when that nigga may never call you again tomorrow. So I'm sure you've all been in that situation where you've had a woman jump the gun on y'all. No, I don't know. How about the jump the gun on me? What do, what do you mean by jump the gun? It can happen in many ways. Maybe she expects constant communication. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, I, we just, I say this a lot and I don't mean it to be difficult, but like, yeah, I don't invest a lot of time or energy into people that I know it's not going to go anywhere. I don't try to change anyone's personality. So it doesn't matter how fine she is or any of that stuff for like what kind of shit she been through in her life. You got to be how I need you to be right now. Like I'm, I'm not here for a reclamation project. Like I can tell you, I enjoyed our conversation with Ashley, right? But I can tell you that her approach to like relationships, it wouldn't work with me either. Like we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be a good match. You know what I mean? So that she's, she's pretty, she's successful. That could be my home girl, but it couldn't be my girl. So in that situation now, like, you know, I'm like, if a girl's hit me up, I'm not getting enough communication from you. Unless it's something legitimate, I'm not entertaining it. I'm like, you need to go somewhere with that shit or like, this ain't going to work. Like, yeah. that's the first conversation. So never really had that problem per se. I mean, I've had girls that did that and then they didn't last very long. So I don't remember them. So you had the problem, but you just, you know, you terminated it very quickly. Immediately. Immediately. Des, what do you think it is that would have a girl go from zero to a hundred miles per hour that quick. And I understand people have dope personalities. I understand that people may present themselves in such a way that they can envision themselves being with this person long-term, but what's in them that would make them think like, dang, you know, I went on one fucking date and now all of a sudden 
I feel like this nigga knows me everything. I don't. I, I think you glossed over it. But here's the thing: when you are an individual with a dope personality who has home training that is successful um, and has all of those desirable characteristics, I think you take for granted that that's that's the norm, right? I think you take for granted that's the norm. And what I think we know from having you know female coworkers and, and friends and family members is that that's not the norm. Like. Like all of us are conversationalists, right? All of us can carry a conversation. We can have a conversation about sports, life, work, family, anything like that. Travel. We've all traveled extensively. Now, there's niggas that never left their neighborhood, right? Yeah. And they work at true. the Popeyes. And I'm not judging you, but what I'm saying is if you never left your neighborhood and you worked at the corner store, the Popeyes, the swap meet your whole life, what the fuck you got to talk about? Yeah. You don't have no perspective on nothing. You ain't did nothing to have a perspective. So I think... I think when you talk about what makes somebody go to, you know, to go to a thousand real quick is I think they see something that they don't see very often. They find a unicorn. Yeah. And if you find a unicorn, you drive through the fucking woods not to lose that unicorn in your car. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think- and should we blame them then? No, you can't. You can't. I'm blaming them hoes because they knew <laughs> they knew you were attain- unattainable from the beginning, but <laughs> they got happy. But, you know what I'm saying? But Jeezy, let me tell you something. Put an expectation on a woman as a man that you would hope that they would have, right? But you knew most likely they wouldn't be. Let's be honest. The last relationship could have been 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, but the last really, you know, relationship you had, you ever had a girl to say, man, I'm just like a dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't really phase me because, you know, my daddy raised me and shit, da, 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 and all that shit is cool, right? All that means is she got a little bit more nigga in her than the regular bitch, but it don't mean she a nigga because she's a bitch, right? And I mean that in the most mysterious of ways. And so, <laughs> <laughs> no matter how hard they try to, to she'll revert back to that. Yeah, it's their true nature. It's their true nature. So they can't fight it. And eventually, it's just a matter of time it takes for them to get to that womanly shit, get all fucking attached, and get their feelings hurt. Dang. Was that I the only outcome? You could have came with outcome A and B, nigga. I mean, you only gave us that one. I'm side sure of- many women would disagree. <laughs> And say that there are men who go real quick. Cause I got a couple homegirls that said they'll give a nigga a number and he start talking about, you know, when we're gonna be together. Yeah, but they land. Yeah. And the first, the, 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 the funny thing about that you saying that is she classified, they classified them as lame niggas from the jump too. So anything they did after, well, you know, made sense. I can only speak from a man's perspective. It's funny to me when a chick jumps from zero to a hundred real quick. It makes me know that I know she hasn't really been meeting a lot of dudes. And what I found to really keep a chick around more is conversation. And you mentioned it as a lot of women are sapiosexuals, you know what I mean? And, and, and I always say you got to fuck the mind before you fuck the pussy. And the reality yeah. is, if you can, <laughs> if you can do that, if you can hold a conversation and stimulate a woman mentally, the pussy is all but guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? That's maybe, true. Hundred percent. Maybe within, the, maybe by the second date. You, know I mean? you oh, think? You think? The, okay. You, all right. You think you the same is true? You could do the first date too, but I always like to turn it down on the first date. You know, I really? just, I mean. I because like Jeezy said, if you give it to me too fast, you know it ain't gonna last. Like if I if I get it tonight, I'm so I might not you might not hear from me again tomorrow. Do you think the same is true for a dude though? Like, do you think that you gotta fuck our mind as well to be able? No, I'm just asking. I'm just under trying to understand what from no fuck mind. <laughs> the nigga stupid as shit when it comes to sex. We just just dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
me go. <laughs> Why you sound like a caveman, though? No, that's what it becomes. Let me say something. And this is going to sound, I don't mean to be sacrilegious, and I don't, I don't mean to talk about no taboos, but I was raised in the church. And let me tell you something. You know how many times my, my dick was hard in the church? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's some fat, there's some fat booties in church. No. <laughs> Somebody it, mama in a church dress. It must nah. be no, it's some church ladies stacked up, nigga, with flat stomachs, and they in church with they best on. And you know, church dresses they fit like uh, uh, fitness pants. They just yeah. <laughs> it's that soft material. You almost low key just want to reach out and touch them. You know, lay your hands on them and pray for them with a little olive oil. I hear you, uh, man. <laughs> Church is a big distraction. I don't know how we got here, but I'm going to stay here for a moment. Church, honestly, is a big distraction in the black community. There should be a dress code, especially for big booty women, dog. There's no way anyone's paying attention. Or big titty women. It's all the same, dog. And and if I'm a pastor, honestly, I don't know how you can preach with a straight face when you see some of the thickness that be in the crowd. You are saved. That's how I know. You got a counseling session later on. You got a counseling session later on. You gonna help her with a marriage. You gonna help her with a marriage. Uh, No, she gonna he gonna help her pray for her to find a husband. (laughs) In the meantime, you can have it. In the meantime, you can have it. But no, God told me I was gonna need you. I was gonna be in your life today. Look at me, uh, baby. Look at uh, me. We're joking off something that's happening too regularly, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, the communication thing is really a bother to me because it's funny to me how so many women, when you meet them, the moment they have decided they like you, they latch on and they expect to hear from your ass daily. No, no, hourly, almost. You know what I mean? And and and, and, and you're. If you don't communicate with them the way they like, then they assume you're, you're a liar. They assume you have someone else, et cetera, et cetera. And they never assume they never anything assume, positive. Yeah. Th- or that you just hey, or you have, have a, life. a life. Yeah, I have a life and I'm just, you know, getting warmed up with this situation. You know what I mean? I got to agree with you hard on that. I was with somebody and it was really in the in the beginning stages, man. And this is when I just got my car and shit back in the day. Just because I would have conversations, and most of the time that I was having the conversations, D, I was driving. So her her immediate assumption was, oh, you got a bitch at home because every time that I talk to you, you on the road. No, you keep calling around the same times that I so happen to have to go somewhere. But your conclusion immediately, because you're not getting the communication the way you want it, is... Oh, I'm doing something because every time I t- every time you call me, I'm in the streets. It's a hypersensitivity is the problem when either a man or a woman is going zero to 100 real quick. It's a hypersensitivity and the other partner typically can't handle that level of sensitivity. It's an insecurity as well. Yeah. Because, well, it has to be an insecurity why you would expect someone to be so available, someone that you just met to be so readily available on your schedule as if they haven't had a life years before you. You know what I mean? So to me, especially when you just start dating someone, you have to work them into your life. There's no way, especially if you have kids, things of that nature, there's no way that you can meet someone and immediately have that free time to give them everything they need. I think you build up to that. And something else from to that same point when you're dating someone, and especially newly dating someone, you don't have to answer to them. You know what I mean? And they, 
it's like it's funny the way you can start talking to a chick and within a week she's like so what were you doing last night really bitch <laughs> what was i doing what was i doing mind my goddamn business ho. i don't even know your fucking middle name bitch you over here asking me what i did that what i was doing like i don't answer to you you know what i mean There's so many women because again i can't speak from a man a lame-ass nigga's perspective because only a lame-ass nigga be checking on a hoe like that but yeah to, to jump from zero to 100 that quick man you know what i'm saying and niggas should not, I mean, this might be a PSA, but niggas should not feel bullied into accommodating that type of behavior. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you, you're you so nice, and Des, I'm not talking about you, but I'm saying, like, generally, you're so nice that you become accommodating, that you'll allow that shit, and in some way, shape, or form, she's getting what she wants, and, and if you allow her to get that, nigga, it's going to be like that going forward. And you just can't set that pace, man. That's that's no different than kids, man. Like you, that's anybody, man. Like I almost think like when that happens to niggas, they deserve it. Like they need that lesson. Man, God they, damn, they need to they need to learn from that lesson, man. Like you can't get no bitch the upper hand. You can't let her think that she running shit and she. It's not on no gender role shit. I'm not gonna let no nigga have no under, upper hand on me either, dog. Like you got to control that situation. Like you got to know what I'm giving you is more than enough. This is this is some prime shit you get. But you have to fucking act right. Play that shit, man. That's why I said I'm I'm not for everybody, dog. I'm not for everybody. Like you gotta I'm a quiet fucking taste. You can't be in your feelings and none of that shit. And I think I think ultimately that's why people find who they're supposed to find. You know what yeah. I'm saying? People find but you ever notice though, you see a woman who so who always in shit, always got something to say, da da da. And the guess watch the nigga next to him. Cool as a fucking ocean breeze, dog. Like that's cool as a fucking ocean breeze. Cause he got to be to deal with her ass. She can't have a shit. That's why opposite. You know how many times when I was a kid, dog, I've been looking at my daddy, I'd be like, dog, why do you talk this woman, dog? She's no, no, seriously. Oh, I've same thing, nigga. No, I've seen the same thing from our parents, Jack. Yeah. Same thing where my mom is just so cause her tongue her mouth is just fiery. It's you know? vicious, it's and poisonous. She'll say nigga. whatever comes to her mind. And I've seen times where and I, Jen, you was even there because my dad cheated on my mom. And, Ouch! And this was decades later, and we were talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she wasn't talking about it to uh, condemn him. She was just telling a story about it because it's her life experience too, right? And I never forget that nigga face. Like, oh shit, here we go, here go again. But nigga. see, but see, the wrong nigga, he loses his shit. He starts yelling. He probably punched my mama in the nose. Right. My daddy is the right nigga, and he laid back and shit. He shook his head. I swear to God, he took a deep breath, and I and I don't think he listened to another word that came out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I think it was like, oh, and I and I literally think he cut it off right in his head right there. That oh, I don't even hear it. So, I do think you have to meet with the right, and that's what comes to my next point and we're almost done making sure you're being yourself 100 percent because you don't want to misrepresent yourself you got to be real with who you who you are so that you can find the right person you know what i'm saying so many chicks go out here playing cute uh you ordering a salad and shit knowing you want the full rack of ribs not the two-third rack but you want the full rack Mm -hmm. like be who you are don't let me get with you and then I start seeing that you eat like you eating on a uh uh your last supper and shit before you, they put you to sleep and shit like <laughs> be who you are. Don't yeah. don't leave shit to be you know put as a surprise on a nigga man. So I just I don't like being blindsided in that. But, 
Like, don't you think that has to do with the right amount of time of actually dating somebody? Like, what I'm saying is, like, I'm a firm believer that the truth, dog, shall reveal itself, dog. It's just the, the, the better the motherfucker is who's hiding the truth, the longer it takes for it to come out. But nobody's perfect. Everybody slips up if, you, if you're attuned to it. And so don't you think that dating somebody for a year, year and a half, even two years before you make a decision is different than dating somebody for eight months and getting and, and committing to a, a relationship? I agree. You, you learn that? I agree, but that's what's so fucked up. By misrepresenting yourself, you forced both of you into wasting time. Because right. if you would have been true and been your realest self, it wouldn't oh, have taken oh. two years. It wouldn't have taken eight months. <laughs> you didn't never. have to do that, dude. Yeah, nigga would have known you ain't shit in two weeks, maybe two months. And then it ends and you move on. But by misrepresenting yourself, you're just dragging shit out. I've heard a chick call call it a slow breakup where you realize yeah. you both aren't really for each other, but you keep pretending and, and fronting for another two, three months for you dragging shit out for no reason. You know, it doesn't work. So you got to nip it in the bud. So that's why I think being real is so important. Whenever dating, I think it's best to put all of your potential deal breakers on the table early. You know what I'm saying? What, and, and, what date is that though? Cause I just, no, because even, I even, no, even one, like if, if I, if I were to meet a chick, and I start talking to her, having a little uh, conversation before I even take her out. I'm going to tell her a couple of potential deal breakers that have maybe been for other women that could be for her because I don't want to waste my time. And I damn sure don't want to spend a hundred dollars on dinner and drinks for a hoe that is going to run once she finds out I, I, I smoke trees. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or some shit like that. You got to be who you are right. from the jump, man. So this goes back to something you said about about the topic, right? About not being a true self concealing that, right? Because I would say like in a situation, right? You have an individual who likes to smoke trees. Let's say it's you, right? You got a woman. Everything else is great. She's feeling you, you're feeling her, but she doesn't like the fact that you smoke trees. Here's the issue though. The reason that she doesn't like the fact that you smoke trees is because they weren't responsible. They were lazy. They didn't do that. So my point is, is that you don't tell her that. You keep that secret. Almost three, four months in, she know you be going to work, you do trainings, you're doing all this stuff, you traveling with your homeboys, you hooping all the time, you keeping in shape. Oh, and you and you blow trees. Now it's not an issue because yeah. the, the, the things that made the trees the issue in the last relationship or two are not the same things. And I think that goes to do with maturity. So I think sometimes people hide deal breakers because <laughs> the person that they're interested in may think that's a deal breaker, right? But then you realize. I got control of my shit, baby. Or maybe, or, or maybe, it's a, <laughs> or maybe it's a deal breaker in that moment. But if I knew you better, it wouldn't be. Right. So, I, I agree. Maybe you don't, that debunks your whole theory of or general process approach of drawing all that out and laying that all out first time. Well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna beg to differ, agree, disagree. Because if you're a crackhead hoe, I want to know up front. And I don't, I, and I don't, and I don't foresee you being a functional crackhead. So I'd like to know from day one, if possible. You know what I mean, but I do agree that will fit in some, in many instances. I do agree. You know what I'm saying? But, but last but not least, be prepared and open. Even I shouldn't say prepared. I should say open to the relationship not working out. You know what I mean? I, a lot of women get angry quickly. You know what I mean? When the shit don't work out, a nigga curve you or ghost you and it's a couple weeks in like bitch we don't even know each other that well why are you still mad you know what i mean if it did it it just didn't fit we didn't work on my end and if a nigga really ghosts you or does you like that he did you a favor what if he'd have kept your bitch ass around kept fucking you 
and kept fucking oh, you and no. getting everything that he could out of you <laughs> a year or two, and then you realize accidentally because you rent walked in on him fucking another hoe that he wasn't that into you. <laughs> what do you prefer? You know, so many women say I want the truth, but then when a nigga tell you the truth, we ain't shit. I seen a post on Instagram where a nigga was like, "Hey, look, you're a good woman, yada da yada, but you're just not it for me. I wish you nothing but the best." And she responded so petty, like, "Nigga, fuck you. Block. I'm gonna block you, nigga. You ain't shit, yada da yada." Damn, why you so mad at the nigga for being real with you and Jeez. honest? Yeah, yeah, should he have kept fucking your ass until you find out he was cheating? Like, what do you want? So be open to it not working out as easy as that sounds. Ditto. And being and being fine with whatever that outcome looks like, because you're right. And it, it, it don't matter if you're 45 or 50 year old, there are people who act like they fucking 15 still. Yeah. Like, and at the end of the day, you just dodged the biggest bullet of your life. Women, be mature about your shit, man. You want a man that, to act like a man, and when he acts like a man, then you want to tear him down. Choose your poison, bitch. Sorry, I'm just, my bad. No, my bad. no, no. In fact, you're going to win somewhere, and I know, <laughs> I know you went somewhere personal, and I'm going to come right there with your personal ass. So, have realistic expectations, hoes. Y'all out here killing me. Dog, you can't be 43, and you fucking the 27-year-old nigga who has no kids. You got three, and you think that nigga going to settle down with you. <laughs> out of here. You can't be 56. And you got your old forty year old nigga, and you think you gonna hold that nigga down? You think that nigga gonna want your seventy year old ass when he over here still fifty five? Like, be realistic. Know when you're getting into a certain relationship that there's a shelf life, bitch. If I buy a loaf of bread, Dave's Killer Organic Bread, it only give me seven days, D, before that shit start to turn. <laughs> it, 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 you know what I mean? That's the shelf life. Go into a situation knowing the shelf life, so you don't. Set yourself up for pain down the road. You know what I mean? A lot of women need to understand that one. Thanks for like bringing it all home. Oh, right? They in a temporary relationship and they over here taking this shit long term. You know what I mean? So, hey, how you live, bruh? Listen, y'all know where to find this gent. Let them know, man. Hey, man, Brunch with the Boys. You can find us on Instagram at Brunch with Boys. You can find us on Twitter at Boys with a Z underscore brunch. I'm not quite even sure if that's right because this drink got me on. This red rocket got me on something else. <laughs> um, you can find me on, find us on Facebook. Type that shit in. We're on Google, Spotify, Apple, every podcast platform you can think of. Huge YouTube presence. And if you don't know, now you know www.brunchwiththeboys.com. Tighten up. And this there it go, bro. Yeah. So me and these W's be yeah, fucking up, bro. But hey, we'll blame it on red rocket. No, no, but listen, (laughs) one last thing, ladies, chill the fuck out, man. I'm really (laughs) sick of this shit. This shit's getting ridiculous. Like, chill out. You you know why you've been single. And you keep it up, you're going to be single forever, goddammit. Let me say something to the ladies. Ladies, be choosy, all right? Because most of these niggas ain't shit. He going to knock you up. He not going to be there for the baby. Choose wisely. Take your time. If you got to be 36 and you're not selling for no fuck nigga, then that's what it is. But you live your life, boo-boo, and you do you, right? Because when you find the right one, you're going to be the right one for you. And let me tell you, I love... <laughs> he said King Dad's love. <laughs> First of all, he lying, ladies. That nigga don't love none of these hoes. And, and, and second of all, this nigga said be choosy. You can be choosy up to a certain age. This nigga said 36. Bitch, at 36, you can't be choosy. Not true at, at all. We had this at, at 36... If you keep yourself tight, your shelf life is longer.
Keep I agree. Bread. I agree. You, yes, nigga. If you if you close that bread up, nigga, and put that loop de loop on it, keep that air out of it. You're right, D. You might buy yourself another week or two. I totally agree. If you keep yourself fine. You can be choosy, nigga. Well, day long, you be choosy at sixties and fifties and sixties. I totally agree. I totally agree. But if you, I agree too. Wait, don't you dare call yourself choosy at thirty five, bitch. You will be alone forever. God damn! The only hey, thing hey. you need to be choosing is between LA Fitness and Planet Fitness. Dude. Hey, how, how about you got? Okay, okay, all right, all right. I, you know, I took it too far. Yeah, you know, we just go, we just gonna close it up, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I love y'all, indeed. I know it don't always seem like that, but somebody got to give you tough love. Cue the exit in music right now. That's what we need to cue. The Brunch with the boys, y'all already know what it is. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> y'all stupid. Yeah. Coffee and brunch. We can have a conversations over coffee and brunch. Ha. 